today, new bikes from Specialized and Santa Cruz, some products and the social media rounds, and finally, Peter Sagan's retirement plans. Hello, I'm Damien Roos, and welcome to The Quick Spin. If you're new here, our Quick Spin rounds up all of the cycling-related things from the net with all the best news and views from the past week. And like always, I watch, read, and listen to all of the news so you don't have to, but you can find all the links for everything in the show notes below. So let's get into it. So up first, we have Specialized, and they've been hard at work down at the Innovation Centre. And after some complex calculations, intense looking, head nodding, serious bike jiggling, and well manhandling, we have a new bike, the Fat Front Skinny Back Specialized Tarmac SL8. And without doing a real review of the bike, here's some bullet point comparisons to the SL7. The fat head tube design, dubbed Speed Sniffer, featuring a notably larger size with a sleeker frontal profile to enhance aerodynamics and concealed internal cable routing. There is a unified carbon integrated cockpit called the Roval Rapid Cockpit for the S-Works editions, a refined seat post design with a narrow, narrower profile and a 15mm setback, enhancing tyre clearance to accommodate wider tyres extending up to 32mm and prices range from 6500 USD for a SRAM rival Axis bike to a SRAM Red or Shimano Dura Race app. 14,000 USD. And something I noticed was the high-vis green paint in the aero booth. And that green stuff is also known as flow visualization paint or flow viz. But what is it? And why put on a car or a bike? Flow viz paint aids aero understanding. It's not typical paint because it's an oily substance mixed with a fluorescent powder and it's applied to car parts and it reveals airflow patterns while drying. Engineers assess imbalance, drag, and compare track data with wind tunnel findings. Note, you're really looking at a minimum speed of 45 to 60 kilometers an hour, so it's really probably difficult to be out on a bike in the real world. But the flow paint that Specialized has used highlights the most important areas in dynamic terms for those areas that the brand says it worked on optimizing for low drag across a range of your angles. And then they went on to say elsewhere, we didn't waste time chasing diminishing aero returns. In areas that don't primarily affect aerodynamics, we better tuned them to promote other attributes such as comfort or structural efficiency. And so speaking of new bikes, we have the Santa Cruz Stigmata. Santa Cruz updates the Stigmata gravel bike with progressive geometry from their mountain bike range. The new geometry includes a slacker 69.5 degree head tube angle, longer reach and wheelbase. Higher fork crown facilitates easy switch between the rigid and the 40 millimeter travel suspension fork. The Stigmata is designed for diverse gravel riding and offers up to a 50 millimeter tire clearance on 700C wheel sets. There are five build kits with SRAM 12 speed grip sets. Prices vary and the highest is £6,599 or equivalent. Overall, Santa Cruz aims for enhanced gravel performance and versatility. And while we're on the topic of gravel, there was an interesting article this week on Bike Radar from Joseph Delves called How Gravel is Changing the Way We Think About Road Bike Design. With road bikes becoming more and more capable, are we all set to become gravel riders by stealth? Here's a summary of the article. 
And it starts off by saying that we're really starting to blur the boundaries. Traditional distinctions between road bikes and other categories have become less clear due to factors like disc brakes, wide ratio, gearing and chunky tyres. And this impact of disc brakes, so the introduction of imp- the introduction of disc brakes marked a significant change, making road and gravel bikes more alike in terms of capabilities and features. There's also been a shift in consumer attitudes, and the shift is from focusing solely on pro racing to accommodating everyday riders led to the rise of endurance road bikes and versatile designs that cater to various needs. Gravel influence on road bikes is very clear to see and features like tyre clearance, mud eyelets and additional mounts are crossing over from gravel to road bikes, creating a new kind of all-road bike. And the final one here is versatility and practicality. The changing demographics of cycling with new riders from diverse backgrounds have led to more emphasis on practicality, comfort and versatility in bike designs and they cater to a broad range of uses also. Overall, the article suggests while pure racing-style road bikes will still have their place, the trend is shifting towards versatile all-road bikes that cater to a wider range of riders and riding conditions. Now, let's get to some products that caught my eye. And the first one is the 2023 Speco TRE Handlebar 2. The Dutch brand Speco introduces the innovative TRE track endurance handlebar with built-in hoods for aerodynamics, Originating from its previous aero breakaway bar, the ABB design, the TRE handlebar features an elongated aerofoil design that provides forearm support, allowing riders to adapt to a time trial position on a road bike and is designed for track cycling. The handlebar includes tilted hoods for reduced frontal area, rectangular shaped drops for improved grip and comes with padding material and grip tape. It has passed UCI inspection and is approved for use in major events like the World Champs and the Olympics. It's priced at 1,100 euros and the UCI is happy with the new design because it did pass an inspection at the recent World Championships. Now, of all the places you can put a plug, this might be the most useful. E13 introduces integrated tyre levers with a hidden tubeless plug kit. The levers come apart to reveal a tubeless plug barb with a curved hook designed to reduce accidental removal and a serrated edge for trimming. They're designed for durability and the levers are suitable for removing tough downhill rubber and feature spoke hooks. They're priced at $26.95 USD or equivalent. Now to the social media rounds and how's this for on the bike repairs? Nicholas Roach was quoted as saying he doesn't even know what way to do it. He's gone left, he's gone right. So he was having a bit of trouble, but the Belgian teenager Sente Sentjens was forced to undertake some DIY adjustments on his bike during the World Junior Road Race Championships in Glasgow by using an Allen key to tighten what appeared to be a loose front wheel while keeping up with the bunch. After noticing the issue with his front wheel at around 80 kilometres to go in the junior race, the 17-year-old who will join Alperson de Kunix's development team in 2024 was handed the tool from the Belgian team's mechanic and attempted to lean over and tighten the through axle himself, all while keeping pace with the group in front. And while 
I'm not sure I'd do it like that. It doesn't look that bad considering the Allen key used looks like this type, the Y type. So not as bad as it could have been if it was a traditional Allen key. Now, what about a team attempt to keep cool after the Tour de France from stages where Demi Vollering simply got in a paddling pool full of ice? Well, this is nothing compared to the setup for the recent CrossFit Games. Look at that setup. I can't blame them for wanting to keep cool because look at this hot seat. It literally seems like a hot seat with those air seats shut. Another one here, a random thing to keep, but Matthew Vanderpool's boa dial, someone got hold of it after the race. Finally, we see Peter Sagan's plans for retirement. Sagan opens a career-themed SP resort in Slovakia and starts work on his own Sagan Hall of Fame. The soon-to-be-retired cycling superstar Peter Sagan has launched his own luxury hotel called the SP Resort in his home Slovakian hometown, featuring themed bedrooms, a fitness center, spa, altitude training systems, and a high-end restaurant. Each room is themed around, around races where Sagan achieved success during his career. The hotel also plans to have a Peter Sagan Hall of Fame to showcase his cycling career. Sagan, who is transitioning to MTB Pursuits in 2024, aims to offer a unique experience for passionate cyclists and fans alike at the SP Resort. The SP Resort offers a range of themed rooms, including the World Champion Suite with spectacular views and the Swiss apartment with wood panelling and chalet styling and the Tour de France room with the bold Mayo Vert shaded decor. The hotel's tagline the hotel has a story, highlights the personalised and thematic experience provided in each room, catering to both cycling enthusiasts and curious travellers. Something like the World Champion Room will set you back €350 Euros per night. And while most rooms have an obvious theme, my favourite, which seems to be a bit of a stretch, is the gravel room because it gets a bit bland and boring. It is a kind of gravel colour, I'll give them that, but that's about it really. But honestly, the most interesting parts of the hotel are not the rooms themselves, although you can stimulate hypoxic air to the rooms on, on request for a fee. But the fitness centre looks like it's super solid with lifting platforms and, of course, they've removed the custom seats from his Lambo for the leg press machine. Also, riding around the hotel looks solid with some 4 to 10 kilometre climbs not too far away. And I really want to know, would you stay here? Of all the options available to start your own thing after retirement, this is a step outside what a retired pro typical post-career would do, either stepping into a DS role or media work. My only real comment on this is that Sagan is doing this, at least he's trying to cash in on his story, which sits a little bit better with me than, say, Alberto Contador's basement, which is a homage to, well, himself. And that's our quick spin around the world of cycling. Ride well and catch you next time.